Welcome to the Candy and Rainbow Podcast, episode 61, recorded in Candy's box room. Oh yeah, they're not perfect mic stands down fairness. Yeah, there's a bit of a yeah. boom coming through yeah. them, or something. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> they were the cheapest mic stands I could buy. It sounds like a cow's head knocking off a gate. Yeah. <laughs> suck, suck, <laughs> suck, 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 suck. Cattle are getting rowdy. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this week we're drinking strawberry and pomegranate, old mouth cider. Where's where's it established in uh, Ray? Uh, Nelson, New Zealand. Oh, N- where the fuck did we I, get wa- that? I just want you to say New Zealand. That got given to us by Cahill's Mulhern because he stayed in the Casa Kendi, uh while I was gone to Galway. He was minding the house. Oh. Airbnb job. Right. And uh, he said, instead of giving you a pound, which I wanted. <laughs> for the wedding. I wanted money for the two days he stayed here. He mm-hmm. said, no, I'll give you two outsiders instead. Yeah. Thanks a million, Cahill. Strawberry and pomegranate. Let's have a little taste. I have to say, it's gorgeous. Are you enjoying it? Oh, it's nice, like. Would you say that's nice? You would. Sorry, and I'm thinking of the child that the mother keeps saying it's nice <laughs> I too. know. <laughs> it's yeah. all I can think of these days. I know. For anyone who doesn't get that reference, there's a woman out there who uses, <laughs> who uses that's nice as a way of getting her kid to eat food. <laughs> It's like um, Yaple yogurt. That's what it tastes like. This old mouth cider. Oh, das is nice. It is nice, <laughs> but it does it, it does taste like yogurt. That's brilliant. Yeah, mm. a little bit yogurty. Yogurty. Yeah, there's a, there's a touch of the yogurties about this. Yeah, yogurties. Declan, do you know, remember the yogurties <laughs> down the road? Declan, Declan yogurty and his and, wife. Yeah, and his wife, Theresa. <laughs> oh, they're good people. <laughs> Big shout out to Declan and Theresa yogurty. Did their daughter do medicine, didn't she? <laughs> she did, Dr. Doherty. <laughs> Dr. Yogurty. <laughs> She's GP now, isn't she, man? She's her own practice. That's right, Yogurty's Health Centre. <laughs> There's an ad now for the live show. That's one we'll stick that up, so we will. Okay. All right, so later on in this podcast, you're going to hear a tremendous interview we did with Owen Colgans yep. from the Hardy Books yep. and from other stuff too. So do stick around for that, but me and Ray are just going to chat a little bit because we haven't seen each other all weekend because mm-hmm. uh, Ray was on a stag. It was. Which I'm sure he wants to tell me about. I can tell you about it. Uh, I also did a... What do they call it? An audition. An audition for a play, and I'm going to tell Ray how that went. Okay. And then we're going to show you how great our interview with Owen Collier was, and that's all it takes. That's pretty so much it. That's a really good, you know, start. Yeah. It's a preview. Yeah, that's it's, that's what's coming up in the show. Yeah, so people can decide now whether or not they want to listen to or not. Yeah, yeah, I don't like Owen Collier. I'm not listening to that shit. So yeah, <laughs> skip to the next episode. Yeah, do. Don't bother. I'll see you. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> So which, where do you want to start? Well, you tell me how your little your little dirty weekend away in Glasgow went. The stag? Yeah. Right. Can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. What are you expecting? I'm expecting that you got fiddled with by hooers, there right. was strippers, there was shots, there was lads, there was oh, the whole lot. The, but it wasn't like that. You could by see the head in my in face. Gotcha, yeah. yeah. By, by the, the head, head on your... my face. <laughs> Look at the head in the face. The head in your face. <laughs> No, it wasn't like that at all. Again, uh, just to remind listeners, uh, it was Schking's Stag. Schking's so Stag. knew from school. Yeah. And Schking's a gentle soul. Yeah. And his friends and, acqu- and acquaintances are all also gentle souls. Okay. So it was a very gentle stag. I believe you when you tell me. Come on. We did a thing called a sub crawl. What? Uh, there was a subway in Glasgow. And on the subway, um, we got on and then we'd get off at the next stop. And then we'd go to the nearest old man pub. That was beside the station. In so, Glasgow? In Glasgow. So places, like, I mean, you're going out to Govan, Ibrox, Partick. Okay. Dangerous places. Glasgow's a lovely city, apparently. It's in the centre, lovely. But, like, every 
city in the world. It has some yeah. sketchy areas. Yeah, you don't go out to the sketchy areas. But yeah. apparently this has gained traction now, and a lot of people are doing it, that this is what you do when a stag in Glasgow. You get on the subway and you get off at every single stop, and you go to the nearest old man pub you'll find. And what kind of reactions did you get when you walked into these places? Terrible. It was just like 12 pubs at Christmas, where you go to all the pubs you shouldn't walk into. Yeah, shoots won't let you in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Harry's up on the hill. You don't go to these pubs unless, you know, you're going to them regular. So I, that's what happened. Every time we go in and there'd be some lad on a slots machine, smell of piss, drinking a pint of tenants. <laughs> and not not a woman to be seen the best of times. <laughs> like it was just, there might have been an old one behind the bar. And like, you must have got fair looks like. Uh, oh, not really. There was you, very few people in these pubs. Yeah, but you know, like in the films where, you know, a guy who's out of his comfort zone walks into a pub and shouldn't be there. And No, I think they've somehow, got... Somehow the jukebox stops <laughs> and you hear that, whack, the scratch. <laughs> And everyone turns around and stops talking. There was one pub where there was a jukebox. And it stopped. And I put on six songs. <laughs> five of which um, we stayed for, which they were great. Right. You know? And the sixth one was Insomnia by Faithless. Oh my God. At five of a Saturday evening. Oh my God. Oh, I left shortly after. And like, was it an enjoyable experience where you on age? Oh, no, it was grand. No, but there was some some stops we were told not to stop at. Oh, no way. Govan, you don't know. Because apparently there was a march, or there was marches on that day. Yeah, because and there's also been... yeah, there's a sectarian divide in Glasgow. The S word is the one I was talking about. And yeah. you were Irish we were, boys. We were not a stag to enter one of those pubs. No, okay, I was going to say it. Jesus. Mm. Mm. But in fairness, it ended up in a banging disco, so I was delighted with that. Oh, you made a banging, a banging disco? Yeah, it right. was just real house and techno. Right. Oh, and dark. They right. had, do you know your two lights you, you, you do use at Hot Fuss? Yeah. Two of them. That's all, That's lighting all up the had. whole place. Lit, no, not even litting, just on a flash. <laughs> Every now and again, they'd flash. Otherwise, you were in complete darkness. Right. And it's pure smoky. And right. blindingly loud. It sounds like you want to go to a rave in a cattle shed. <laughs> like. The- <laughs> yeah, yeah, a rave in a cattle shed. That's kind of what I was looking for. But you, you know, like what, uh, when we were younger, like when someone turned 18 or 21, mm-hmm. you know, if they were farmers, they'd go. Raven the cattle shed. Yeah, but sure, we'll just turn the cattle shed into a disco. We'll There's put a table in the corner. So much work to do in that. I know. Do you have any idea how long it takes to get shite off everything? You have everything? to clean it out. Yeah. I've been to them, though. Oh. I have been to, to 18 birthdays when I was young, and they were in cattle sheds, mm. and a few tables set up. They're so immune to the smell of shite that even when they clean the place, they don't know if it smells clean or not. <laughs> and then next thing, all the people come in, and they're, what yeah. the fuck is that, the smell of this place? All the college friends from Dublin thinking it's class. Yeah. They're going, what the hell is going on in here? I, I, I did come up with another idea. Okay. I'd enjoyed the camaraderie of the weekend with okay. the boys. Lads, no, lads, lads, lads. Lots of lads. Yeah. And that's all it was, was yeah. lads. Yeah. Right? 18 of us. Cool. And at any one time, we only had 11 out. <laughs> so we're very much like a soccer team in that regard. <laughs> there was only 11 on the pitch at any one time. Substitution. There was. Like, I came in at four o'clock on the, on the Saturday. I missed the first four hours of it. All right, Because okay. I was in bed watching my programme. <laughs> to keep up with Ertigal. But uh, yeah, it, it was very much like, but what I did was, I did come up with an idea. Okay. And I thought, fakestag.ie. Fakestag? Yeah. Okay. Fakestag.ie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to shorten it. Obviously not. So tell me about fact that I hear it. I can't stop crying. Oh god. Okay, hold on. Compose myself. What could one expect from such a website? Okay. Um. 
fellas, single fellas, want to know our, our fellas in relationships too, could sign up to this website. <laughs> and what I'd do as, as, as the, you know, the company behind it would be that you would get like maybe 10 or 15 like-minded individuals. <laughs> okay. okay. send them off to like, we'll say a city, we'll say they could go to Cardiff or they could yeah. go to Limerick. Yeah. You know, and they'd all arrive of a Friday evening on the fake stag. Okay. And these fellas would meet in a bar. Yeah. And you might end up sending out some background material. You might nominate one of the lads of the groom. To be the groom, okay. The groom would obviously be a premium member. He would pay a bigger subscription. Okay. Because he'd get all the attention for the weekend. Okay. He'd also have a best man. He'd be in charge of running things. Right. And you'd organise their um, accommodation. They'd pay, like, the fee for the flights and the accommodation uh-huh. and the whole lot. And you'd also organise activ- activities for them. Yeah. But these lads wouldn't know each other at all. It'd just be a social event for lads to meet lads. That's... <laughs> I can't... It's so innocent in my head. I can't believe we're doing Until this. Until this moment, I didn't notice the un- unfortunate connotations of maybe shortening the name. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm sorry. Listen to me now. <laughs> That'd be the sort of thing that I would have set up and done. Listen to me. Oh. Listen to me. And then only realised after when someone tells me, geez, you can't call that Ray. <laughs> you're telling me you're going to just send a bunch of lads off on a drinking weekend to a random place. <laughs> so they could socialise with each other. It's actually a good idea, though. Yeah, but I do imagine. Like, if you're not on a weekend, going, I would love to go on a right session. People do mock weddings. Mm. And do a fake wedding, so why not do a fake stag? Mm. Fake stag, Dadae, lads, I'm going to rename it Ray for you if you don't mind. <laughs> it's called fake stag, Dadae. So, do you want to hear about Kendi's audition? Should yeah. I congratulate you now? <laughs> Should I just say, I'm delighted to hear you're on board? No, uh, we, actually, I don't know yet. But I have to say, I'm a tin, I wasn't nervous at all, at all, at all, at all. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean you don't know? But I don't know if I got it yet. But do they not just. Did not stop the audition after you and went, that's it. That's it. We've got him. You know? No. Well, you're not. You weren't. You didn't blow their mind to the point where they went. No. That's it. Thank you. I, you have the job. I think I might have misinterpreted what the process of hiring somebody is because I thought that was going to happen. Well, that's what I expected. I thought I'd walk in. They'd say, yeah. Mary, cancel all my appointments. Yeah. We're done. We found the fella. Obviously, that's not the process because I would, if it was, they have to see other people, Ray. Right. It, it's like an obligation. Oh, it's an equal opportunities employer type you can't, thing. Yeah, you can't just have one person going for the interview. You have to give everyone a chance. So I presume what they're thinking in their head is, okay, we got to give some other people. So they're going to audition other people and go through, blah, 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 well, why do you want to do this? And then they're obviously going to hire Kendi. Right. I was the first one to audition on Sunday. Yeah. And, I mean, it must be frustrating for the guy who wrote the play <laughs> to be like, have I now got to sit here like for another three or four days and try and listen to other boys come in when I mm. know I've got the fella that I want. Yeah. But he's obligated to hear out everyone else. Well, so may- it's a bit frustrating for me as well because I just want to find, I just want him to tell me now, here, look, you've got it. But he couldn't. I was kind of dropping him little winks afterwards. He was he was looking saying, um, you know, we got to look at these other guys and see if they suit. And I was going, yeah, hey, I got you. And I was winking like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Say no more. I, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I said, I'll leave the phone by the bed. That's all I'll do. <laughs> yeah. She'll be charging away there now. Uh, but he hasn't, I haven't got a phone call back yet, which is a little bit weird because, you know. You haven't any missed calls or anything, no? Nothing. 
Ray. You're out of coverage? No. And like I was saying to him, you will, you know, just ring me. Mm. And he, you know, I was saying, do you want me number? And he was saying, I'll get it. I'll get it off someone, yeah. you know, which is a bit odd, but I presume he will. He'll find Tierney it. give it to him. Like. Yeah. I presume that's probably what he was thinking is that mm. Tierney will give it to him. It was only yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, it was only yesterday. But look, once he has all the boys, you know, uh, auditions. It then must be good for him though. Because obviously every every person that comes in after you uh-huh. just makes it more clear in his head that he's found the right person. Well, I think so. Mm. Yeah, I think he's probably going, okay, well, I mean, I know what this audition is going to go like, but... You don't you don't think you were it's, it's too just, old or anything, no? For it. It being a boy. No. No? He told me he was a fella between 20 and 32. I, I know, said, but you're a little bit closer to 32 now than you are to 20. I'm a man, I saved my jaw. <laughs> look, look at my jaw. <laughs> shaved it. A little bit left. Is that jaw shaved? You give him an indication of what some of your jaw might look like without a little bit of hair on it. That's a shaved jaw, boy. It is. It looks good. So look, um, I'm just I'm waiting for the call. I let you know, Sri, once I get it. Like, but I mean, you can expect to see Kendi as lead role in a play in March. So just get ready for that to happen. <laughs> so, but there's know. absolutely no confirmation of that whatsoever. Uh, yes. Yeah. No conf- No confirmation of it yet, Ray. Again, you're winking. Uh, you know what I'm saying to you. I don't really know. I can't. It's not fair. I don't want to get him in trouble. Okay. I haven't got the job yet, Ray. It's, but you're confident. Yeah. Let's say there's reason to believe I will get it. Do you know what the marvellous thing about this yeah. is? I can play this bit back next week. Yeah. Mm. I know, just to go. Do you remember? Do you remember when you, how sure you are? Yeah, yeah. And thank mm-hmm. God you got it. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that next week then. Okay. Perfect. It makes sense to me. <laughs> That's perfect. Like. Yeah, okay. So expect to see Kendi and Raybo next yeah. week. The Kendi and Raybo play. The Kendi and Raybo play. I wonder, would you mind renaming us? <laughs> no, you can't do that. The man has spent ages writing a beautiful piece of work and you're asking him to rename it. Yeah, the boy from the far side of the moon just doesn't quite have the same... It's a bit like Queen when Freddie wanted to call it the Freddie Mercury show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love what you're doing here, Sean, but can we please call it the Kendi and Raybo play, if you don't mind. That name settles. Uh, when we get down into the interview... Can we talk a bit about the interview? Yeah. Before we started. Yeah, of course you can, yeah. How excited were you to meet Owen Colgan? Yeah, it was amazing. It's weird. It's weird when we do this and we meet some marvellous people along the way. Mm. Um, and it's only afterwards you're editing the interview and listening back to it and stuff that you go, holy shite. Was it any good? I didn't hear it yet. Oh, it's marvellous. Marvellous. Yeah, he's very insightful. And what people don't own. know is our Brendan Tierney, Sensei, was yeah. sitting in the background. Yeah, laughing. Taking pictures. Yeah, just and just laughing at us yeah. is all he was at. Um, yeah, the interview was tremendous. I wouldn't call it an interview. We just sat down and chatted. We did. So will we let them listen to it, Ray, will we? I think it's about time, yeah. You do yeah. a bit of advertising for the live show, which is in a week, yeah, mind the, you. Uh, yeah, that's right, yeah. You do that in the in the, in the the segment. Yeah. I think you do. Yes, we do. Right. So funny, Sligo. You're not nervous about it, are you? At not all? at all, at all, at all, man. Right. I'm sure it'd be flooded out the door. Just buy your tickets. Yeah. So lads. We need you there. We, need you. we also tickets. have physical tickets as of yesterday in our hand as well. Yep. So you can get onto us on Instagram or Facebook. If you want a ticket, we can organise a ticket for you. Righty. I have them here in my hand right now. You do. <laughs> now you have them in your hand. I have them in my hand right now. <laughs> So let's do that. And look, let's you enjoy on Calgan, lads. And, and sure, we'll see and you sure next week. We, will, will we, though? See the problem here now? Yeah. This goes out Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, there will be an episode next week. There will. It'll be the Us Writing a Show episode. Yes, it will. Yeah. yeah. A live so. edit of me and you trying to figure out what we're going to do that night. That's right. Marvellous. Okay. Yeah. Look, enjoy on Calgan. Good luck. Good luck. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here with Owen Colgan. Owen, say hello there to the boys. How's it going, guys? I've got a gig on Thursday the 4th of October <laughs> in Sligo. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, that's too early, was it? No, no. Yeah, I'd say just take it easy a bit. bit, bit premature yeah, yeah, yeah. now, in fairness. Yeah, yeah. I, I jumped the gun a bit. 
Owen is here uh, to promote the So Funny Comedy Festival that we are also doing. And very ignorantly, I might say, because we are not comedians, but Owen is genuinely a stand-up comedian. Well, that's, that's a bit of a push. <laughs> I'm a chancer and I like to make people laugh, but uh, stand-up comedian, trying to get into it, trying to, to become the next... Um Linda Martin. <laughs> so you have the legs for it anyway. Oh, <laughs> She's the ultimate chance of trying to make people laugh. Um, you, you are doing a, a bit of stand-up stuff. I am, yeah. It? And I've been doing stand-up for the last, on my own for the last maybe two years. Right. Doing gigs around Ireland. And it's finally bringing it to Sligo on October the 4th. Lovely, boy. And how's your stand-up going? All great. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. It's people, like, is it second second nature or? It's getting there. It's it's taking its time, but it's getting there. And right. it's, it's a beautiful journey. Yeah, it's of hopes and dreams. Lovely, but just uh, discovering myself along on, on the bypasses. Oh, so you're Ireland. touching yourself on the bypasses as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I was doing that before the gigs. <laughs> right, okay, the gigs just came with that. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Stand that, clear. Some lads jacking off. <laughs> can I ask you? Because you, how, can, now this is the start of it. How right. did, did you, first of all, was the Hardy Books thing that the first thing you got into? Yeah. That what? was the first thing. Yeah, yeah. Normally you hear people have 20 years of, of other stuff that they've done before they did something that we've seen. Yeah. Yeah. So Hardy we, Books for you was... Hardy Books was the very beginning. We got into it and then we... Uh, how we just, did it happen? Because I don't know. Eddie Durkin and the Viper, they're two lads that are in it. They yeah. they were making a project for school in Ballyfermot. Right. And then they came down to Mayo and they recorded myself, Salmon and a few other lads. And then one of them edited the video together and then it just went from there. Went from there. We, we, we did a, like, there was a competition on... St- RT uh, online storyland it was called yeah and uh, we filmed for a weekend we got 500 quid each Jesus Jesus <laughs> 500 pounds hell yeah the dream is there Jackson oh, we can get it yet yeah <laughs> and like the thing is everybody else who was making episodes they were putting the money back into production but we're like yeah 500 quid for you 500 quid for you <laughs> paying people that weren't even in it yeah, just joking RT you yeah. were putting it behind the bar exactly oh, <laughs> fucking big time yeah uh, surely you didn't think it was going to kick the way it kicked well, it was never a dream of, I'd say, 95% of the cast, none of us even thought to be in, in acting. Martin Malone, yeah. Eddie Durkin, and The Viper probably had ambitions to become, like, get on TV and make stuff. But the rest of us were just like, we don't like our normal jobs. This is a yeah. small bit You better. were just the boys, like, that just went boys. along with us. Yeah, it's pretty much, yeah, getting steamed up. And Isn't it unbe- now it's on Netflix. It's, like. it's oh, the stop. dream, like. I do, I do think about it and I go, imagine them boys could do it. Yeah. Maybe we can do it. If them fucking yeah, idiots can do it. Ray, we also need to come up with an idea, like, to do <laughs> yeah. that, too. You we can't just go, geez, I'd love to have your TV. Which, sure. by the way, brings me then to my next question. Yeah. If it's a case, you did, you did that, it happened. But you obviously then said, right, it's over now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do something along the same lines on my own. Was that, was that the kind of thought process? That was more so to take the power take the power back in my own hands. Because yeah. if it's already you're deciding when you're going to make something, then you're just sitting in the back seat of the car and you're like, when, when are you starting the car, daddy? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's for like, if you have, I got my own car, lads. Yeah. But <laughs> that's the thing. That's, me, that's, that's hard done like. It is. It's hard done, but it's like it's, everything in life that's worth it is a long journey. At, at least I have a bit of company like. I have someone to bounce off. Yeah. You're on your own, are you? Yeah, it's true. And it can be scary at times, you know. That's why, you know, the odd time I'd have a few pints to <laughs> <laughs> take, take the edge off. But That uh, comes across, you know, on some of the videos too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 It's, uh, it's good to have a sidekick though as well. I mean, Seven Eddie, we're doing yeah. a lot of gigs around Ireland, but I think it's good then to do your own thing as well, just so you can develop your own character and then come back and... That's your biggest fear, can Wait you? a second. No, no, no. that's... Pa- I'm going to do my own thing. You. I didn't know you could do your own thing <laughs> you like can, that. You can, of course. You look at Anton Dick. <laughs> ah, come out. Yeah, sure. Well, you were, just, uh, no, you can't call going away and getting done for drink driving doing your own thing. That's yeah, true, well, you know. Ray, <laughs> I'm going to load you up a drink and call the cops <laughs> and you're driving home. <laughs> anyway, b- back to the crack, because... The avenue that you took, you said, right, I'm going to try something on my own for the crack. Yeah. And 
all of a sudden, everybody in Ireland started seeing this lunatic on Instagram, which seems to be where, that's where you broadened your horizons, yeah. I think, probably on Facebook, Instagram. Facebook first, and then that was kind of slowing down a bit. Mm. And then I said, I'll go into Instagram. That seems to be kind of more of a pure way to get to kind of fans, you know? Yeah, that seems to be where it's happening. Between, especially with the Instagram stories and stuff. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. People it's, just flick it's instant. That stuff. Yeah. Facebook has gone to the dogs. Yeah, man, no one's using Facebook. Too many old people on there, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Every, everyone's old lady is on Facebook and that's what's wrong with it. My mother's <laughs> like, you know, you know, did you ever, like, did you ever meet somebody that's, that's taking ecstasy tablets and they're just, everything they say is pure positive. That's how my mother looks when she's on Facebook. She's like... You look great there in that dress. <laughs> or ev- like everything on there is, is just too nice. That's my yeah. father as well. He does the same. He yeah. said, yeah. well done. And every, you end yeah. up, you end, yeah, they're the first people that comment on every every video. Yeah. And then you end up like, you end up with them sharing like wedding photos of your third cousin's <laughs> wedding yeah. as well on it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's all they do. Everything is positive. They're like the Instagram young ones on Facebook now. Yeah. Because Instagram young ones, everything's positive. Ours is out, lovely day today. Yeah. But your old ladies are literally the old version of that on Facebook. Yeah. Jeez, that's a great point, that now. Yeah, yeah. Fair play to us for coming up with that. Do you enjoy the old Instagram? Do you enjoy the for- using the format to get I do out? enjoy I enjoy using it to put up videos and then getting like comments or reactions back and I'm like, oh yeah, that's nice that you can connect with people so quickly. But and then do you put up something then that just gets a very bad reaction? Have you done anything like that? I wouldn't say a very bad reaction, but if it didn't get the numbers I was happy with, I'd be like, oh fuck, I'm shit now. I need to go back to Jesus. working, I don't know. <laughs> what did you work as? Selling well, jam what did you work as before the I want to know that too. I um I was uh, the Delhi kingpin of Mayo. No way. I swear to God. That's my dream. You you needed a jam on three o'clock in the morning, you called my phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I worked I worked in a deli in Galway. No way. Ga- you know, nice. Vivo was called. Right. It's called Gala now. Oh, it's um, called Gala though. Okay. They changed the name to Gala. It's across from Cuba, which has changed its name to something fucking else. <laughs> <laughs> just people I, keep changing their bloody names. I work in a deli. I've just, we, this has happened. We've, yeah. I've actually did a morning with Mark in a deli up in Calcutta. Yeah, we did yeah. like a make a wish for Ray. Like, yeah. we got him to work. <laughs> <laughs> we got him to work in a deli. Like, it was the cheapest make a wish they ever done. Like, yeah. but you know what? It's nice for the first while, first three or four months. And then, then you're like, I can't be looking at chicken rolls anymore. I'd say that's what'll happen. <laughs> oh, so it's, it's a dream in my head. But do you, you, have, you have visions? You get visions but of. You're, you're very well linked to Jambons. Big time, yeah, yeah. What, what happened there? How did that relationship start? Was it, was it the deli? I went into the deli once and I was there was a small bit of hunger on me and I was like, I'll get myself a bit of a salad. Mm. And I got a bit ahead of myself thinking I was going to go vegan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I looked into the deli and it was it was almost like something shining. Like, you know the way a crow sees something shiny in a ditch? Yeah. Yeah. I seen a jambon and I was like, give us 12 of them, Maureen. Just got, a, got, a, got addicted to them. Then I, I ate all them in the car, came back in, crumbs all over my chest. Yeah. Yes. And uh, myself and Maureen then started dating for two weeks. Fair enough. <laughs> So that was was an emotional side to it as well. It was emo- yeah, yeah, the yeah. jambon and Maureen was the one. Yeah, she was my in to, to the jambon <laughs> yeah. world, and then I, I went as far as I bought a bought a deli counter <laughs> just to simulate like the best purchase possible uh, for a home in the house. I had it back in the house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when so, you get up in the morning, you could go up to your own deli counter. Exactly. That's class. And be served. Be served by a hologram of myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or even a cutout, a cardboard well, cutout. Yeah, well, that's that's what I was trying to get, but I couldn't get anyone to cut out a cardboard of me because. Uh, <laughs> I haven't a fucking clue. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen? Now this is a big thing, and I haven't mentioned this to you uh, yet. The black dildo. No. The big, the big, yeah, we showed he, him the black dildo. We showed the him the black Mickey. Yeah. yeah. It's also about. He, he asked why was it sticky. Anyway, 
Did you, have you seen the mini jam bonds I've started yes, doing? Yes, have, yeah, in yeah. very selected outlets. Yeah. No way. They're about a quarter the size of a jam bond, but it's, it's the same kind of thing. Is yeah. that so you can get the whole thing in your mouth at once? Because the crumbs is the yeah, big problem with the jam bond. That's the big problem bonds. with the jam bond. They'd want to be handing out a bib with every jam bond you buy. <laughs> they would, yeah. They're very crummy, some Jesus, of them. man, it's awful crummy. And they burned them out to you from the inside because they're, they're roasting in the middle. Yeah. See, the thing is, you want it. There's, there's different points of the day you need to go into the delis and get your jam bonds. All right. right. And it's like. Around 10, because they're expecting a bit of a crowd coming in. Around 1, and then you just stay away from the delis altogether, because they start... They leave them there, and they're hardening up. Oh, yeah, yeah. they're awful. Can you purchase jambons in, like, outside of a deli, or is yes. a deli done even- Yes! Tesco. <laughs> Go away! 2 for 4 But did they, uh, did they taste anything like a deli when you cook uh, them at home? I do, there's something nice about someone handing you over that bag. Mm. And you know yeah. what's inside the bag, but you just... It, when you open the bag, you get this fresh yeah. smell. Oh, yeah. When you make them yourself, it just takes the glory Are they the away. frozen ones, are they? They're frozen. Yeah, yeah, they're not the same as Mammy'd say. No, no. They're you get not... chicken and mushroom jam ones too. Ah, that's a volivant. Oh, I nearly, <laughs> I, nearly pull, jam I nearly pulled the fridge out of the wall in Tesco. <laughs> I was that mad at them. But come here, Ray, you don't know this, boy. The Filands uh, Centre downtown gave him free jam bonds for life. For and life. a gold card, like the Copper's job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that made... means we'll be seeing you a bit more around Sligo. Hey. <laughs> I, I, I bought a card today just especially to come down. <laughs> Uh, your, your Sligo card. The Sligo card. Sligo yeah. Car, yeah, yeah. I only take that out to go to Sligo. It's got an extra big boot for all the job bots. Exactly, yeah, yeah. How's it going, Seamus? Give me, uh, give me 120 of them, please. Fill the boot, fill the boot there, Seamus. <laughs> Could I ask you um, then where the obsession with crows come out of? Because I'll tell you, since I've been seeing your stuff, yeah. I can't look at them the same now. I'm wondering what they're doing. Yeah. I'm wondering what they're thinking. Oh, yeah. I'm wondering, I'm just wondering about them. And I never wondered about crows before. Like, I was driving <laughs> up here today and there was about 12 or 14 of them sitting on a garden fence and I was going, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> no other animal. Yeah, I have yeah, this. yeah. What? How? What? Well, <laughs> I, in the Hardy books, we, we were out, myself and Eddie Durkin were eating a bit of food and he, he threw out a bit of uh, chicken and didn't a crow gobble it up. <laughs> and then we were like looking at the, that. And then I started like talking about them a small bit in a few videos. Yeah. And then people would send me links to stuff that crows were doing <laughs> around the world. They'd be like, look at this crow in Australia. He's after attacking an old woman. And I'd be at home going, class. <laughs> so then I just kind of started reading more about them. And yeah. I, I, like yourself there, I kind of became a bit fascinated by them. And I am. I'm getting that way. Like, yeah. I don't know. Should I be fascinated? Do you with reckon, them? do you know, do you reckon like they, they're cognitive, like as in, do they think about what's going on? Because you're narrating them like they are. Well, funny enough, you say that because the other day I was thinking, you know, when you see like, like do crows know, plan their day? Like That's it? what I'm saying. Or yeah. they're flying around going, do you want, do you want to go left? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you know? That's why yeah. I think when you see a crow in its nest, they're just taking the day off. Yeah. <laughs> but he's just a hope. You watch Netflix. That's exactly, what I was yeah. wondering with the boys sitting on the garden fence there as I was driving past Moor West. Yeah. Why are they all sitting there? Well, that's just the boys. What's going on? What are they weighing up? Like, What's happening? Is there a group thing happening? Well, that's the or? thing. Because obviously they're well fed or else they'd be out chasing food. So they're just yeah. contemplating life. So maybe it shows that they're actually, they're, they're the, emotional thinkers. Yeah, you know? yeah, maybe. Crows, ladies and gentlemen, huh? Yeah. That's <laughs> fascinating. Now, can I talk about something else? Yeah, of course. Uh, this happens. I, I just, stuff comes into my head yeah, yeah, and I'm going to throw it out. I, I went to the Ploughing Championships yesterday. Right. And there's something very in particular I want to talk to you about. Go on. Darcy. No, he wasn't there, I don't think. He figured he was, man. He got roasted alive, mm. boy. I was working in the government, the Department of Government tent. Did, did sorry, I'm going to stop you there. Did Leo call in G? Oh, no, but John Paul Phelan did. Who he? He's a TD as well. Right, okay. He was great. Fair play to him. But Leo didn't call in. He was too busy ploughing. Yeah, he was ploughing away. But okay. I was in the very quiet Department of Government tent. Right. Now, what we were talking about wasn't fun. Mm-hmm. But we had uh, free pens, free Savage. reusable bags, mm-hmm. and we had key rings with a measuring tape on it. Mm-hmm. 39 inches. Yeah. 
Right. Okay, that's not enough for me. I need a- <laughs> yeah, maybe for your weight. <laughs> but this is the thing. I seen the bowl of stuff and I was going, right, we have a few freebies. Mm-hmm. All we got all day was the whole, anyone that walked through the tent came yeah. up looking for the freebies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm wondering, did you know about this in the Irish psyche that if there's free stuff going, you hunt around and get as much of it as you can? And it doesn't matter what it is either. It didn't matter what it was. Free anything. Who yeah. the hell needs a 39-inch key ring yeah, 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 measuring tape. But everyone wanted them. Now, some of them offered up uh, reasons why they were taking them right. and taking so many of them. One lady came up and she took a big bundle of them, right? Yeah. And I said, I actually asked her, I said, what do you need this for? And she goes, well, I do the shoebox appeal, you know, every Christmas. And I just... I, You'll always where, find an excuse, though. This is where I stock up. And I'm wondering, why would you possibly send a key ring 39-inch measuring tape to the darkest <laughs> points of Africa? Yeah, yeah, of course. What do they need it for? Yeah, <laughs> they don't. And a biro for the rebuilding Ireland. <laughs> I think uh, people say it's the famine instinct where we have to, you know, when you have your dinner and you're stuffed, but you keep eating until you feel like a piece Just of shit. Just in case. Is yeah. this what it is? That's what Maybe. they reckon it is, yeah, because when I go into Soup Value, we'll say, and they've got free cheese there, free hmm. pizza, I'll do about 10 laps. <laughs> yeah. Just out of pure greed. But I can't figure pick out up, why. Pick, I wouldn't mind a Protestant taking it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking, of course. Kenny doesn't like mentioning them <laughs> on the show. That's the animal. Owen goes round again with a fake moustache out the second time round. And then I'll have Hello. <laughs> Very nice cheers you have here. But uh, it was a wild experience, though. The, I'd say the that. Have you, you mean, ever been? Never been there. No, I'd like, love to go. Would you consider yourself a townie or a buff? Oh, buff, definitely. Yeah, so yeah. Well, for you, for you, it would be the electric picnic of farming. Well, it's almost too much, too much ploughing going on. Right. Even though I know it's the ploughing championships. <laughs> but like, I like farming, but I don't like it that much. My father scared me. Did he? Why? How? Just from abuse on the farm, you know. Now would <laughs> it be doing the same? That wrong, you can't. Yeah, Parental I got the same abuse. Yeah, yeah. And and when you want to be doing something else like playing the Nintendo or something, he said, "Come on, have t- houses to clean out." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And definitely. you wouldn't want to be doing he. No, no, no. You would never had that. I'm smiling here because this townie. is. Yeah, I was playing the Nintendo. The outfit never asked me to go in the you farm. You dodged a bullet there, you see. Yeah, he didn't yeah. have one. We didn't see, have the farm. You're looking at two traumatized fellas here now. <laughs> Big time, yeah, yeah. We so, tend to stay away from fields now as a result. Oh yeah, which I makes traveling really difficult. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one time before, myself and my father were on the farm, and we had a few wild cattle. But yeah. apparently the cat were only allowed to see my father. He'd met up this rule in his head. Because he goes, they know me, they can't see you. You frighten them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he wanted me to stand in at a road to stop the cattle. And I was like, how does that work then? Well, make sure they don't see you now. But make yeah. sure. I was like. Go down, go plenty way down the road. Yeah, because yeah. if they see you, that's it, it's yeah, over. Yeah, oh, it's game over. Yeah, and yeah. it's an operation. When you're moving cattle, it's an operation. Oh, There's yeah. five or six people involved. The mother, the sisters, me, the neighbour. When the mother gets involved, that's when you know it's trouble. Because yeah. I don't want to be out there with them cattle. <laughs> What if they come running at me? Here, exactly, here, yeah. Carmel, here, have a stick. <laughs> <laughs> but now, my poor father yesterday evening, he had to go round because a, ca- a calf went missing. Mm. Right? Right. <laughs> and sad, it's a sad story. Calf oh, went missing. No. He walked the whole length of the farm, right? Yeah. And eventually, as it was getting dark, he found found the calf. Right, not in... The calf was, had fallen into a drain. Oh, no. And I said, how in the name of God would the calf... Because the drains are, you know, they're not easy to fall into. Yeah. And he said, I think one of the ca- one of the other calves pushed him in. Fuck me. <laughs> Straight away we're into... Oh, so you're talking about a murder here. Yeah, yellow tape. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and he said, because he went in on his back, and so when we found him, the neck was the neck was broke. And I said, right, so you found a calf with his bro- broken neck in a drain. Yeah. So he didn't drown. Right. Yeah. Someone pushed him. Fuck me. And <laughs> You want to get onto them, man? Was Joe Rogan? Wasn't Joe Rogan? Was it? <laughs> but the greatest thing was at the, at this low point in my father's life. You know, he's he's after losing an investment. He said, "Well, that's six hundred euros down the drain. Oh, <laughs> down Christ. the drain is yeah, right." Yeah. <laughs> I said, "Not the time to be making jokes, Dad." <laughs> what do you mean? And I wouldn't mind, but apparently 
To, how would you get rid of it? Oh, the thing is, the, the, Tom Roach had to come and put him out. Right, so, because I heard a report on RTE yesterday that the knackeries aren't working at all. Did you hear that? The what? Yeah. The knackeries? Yeah, that's what they call them, knackeries. Don't say a word, Ray. <laughs> yes, where they take animals away from yeah, the farm. Yeah, yeah, where they yeah, take yeah. animals away from the farm. Apparently they're all on strike. There's nothing going in to do or something like that anyway. Oh, no, no, the book came. Jay, you were lucky to get rid of it, boy. Tom yeah. Roach is good, man. He'll, Tom Roach, come down and pull it out. He'll stand to you, Tom Roach. Uh, they've done that back in the day where they buried that calf in the land were they? yes I was there for one of them yeah, ceremonies yeah. right everyone in, everyone <laughs> in white cloaks <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but imagine if they had treated it as a murder would yeah. there be would there be some sort of a beef industry kind of official that had come down no and... no another cow would come in with a suit on the top hat <laughs> little pen and paper <laughs> he said there's something milky about this land <laughs> <laughs> Looking at the hoof marks around the drain, going, there was two of them <laughs> one the old chalker on the cow <laughs> No, yeah. So, how, do, you, do you have a big farm? Uh, we have uh, about hundred acres. Now, the majority of that is bog. Okay. Yeah. When so you, down, yeah. No, you cut turf the whole time, do you? No, no, no. It's bog that hasn't been used in a long time. Okay, right. Oh. It used to be a lake. All right. So no. now it's dried up. And now it's dried up. How can we not use it as a bog, Ray? Um, I think it was used as a bog, but not right. so much anymore. Do you want to get stuck in there now because they're pulling back in the old bog? Yeah, man. Do you like the bog? I used to hate it, and now I'm like, you know what? It's good, honest work, and it brings me, it it recenters me. Go away. Because I'm down there with the outlet, and it's just too. So you've got to a point in your life Straight where you now bills. appreciate the oh, same yeah. thing as your father oh, appreciates. Oh, completely, yeah. How come you haven't reached that point yet? Oh, well, he's you're disgraced, you're over. You're, you're just only, <laughs> you were the accident he got, you man. Yeah, the brother-in-law, the presumed to be brother-in-law now will be taking my spot. Yeah, he's the son he wishes he had. Like, <laughs> <definitely>. <laughs> exactly. A good working hands at him. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, no, I don't like the bog. And come here, so you grew up in Swinford. Well, Bohola, just a village outside it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And but, but that was the setting of... That was Castletown. Swinford is a setting in Castletown because it's Castlebar yeah. and Charlestown with the names pushed together. Right, okay, mm. yeah. And that's the, where it came from. That's like. where it came from, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what the hell did people think he is when you were running around the town with cameras in your hands? Well, half the town were like, oh, fair play to you, lads. You're putting Swinford on the map. And then <laughs> yeah. half the town were like... You're making the town look so bad. <laughs> but they hadn't seen it at that point. They hadn't seen it at that point, but there was... There oh, was then a, when they seen mid, it. was on Midwest, and they are like, oh, and they were cursing and bloody blinding, and there was mm. la- one lad who was smoking something like the hashish. <laughs> and my mother didn't even go... She skipped mass that weekend, which is a big thing, you know, because no she, she loves a bit of praying. Just yeah. she, she oh, she's addicted away. to it. You yeah, mean yeah, to tell yeah. me she wouldn't go because for fear of what people would say? Yeah, she Yeah, she thought that at the time, but it's then... when your parents are ashamed of you. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean... I'm well used to it now, anyway. Like, when we started this podcast, like, my mother texts me after about four episodes... And she said, I have two things for you. Number one, stop cursing. And number two, stop talking about your Mickey. Yeah. You're a I, I text her back and I said, ma'am, you made it. Like, <laughs> so, you know, it is out there now. That's the way it goes. Yeah, but yeah. I, when you're doing stuff like this, where you're trying to throw yourself out, like your parents are obviously going to go, oh, Jesus. Yeah, but if your heart is in the right place, then, then you know, yeah. you can't go wrong. She wished, yeah. she wished no I had money in my pocket from it, probably. Uh, that's, my wished. uncle actually asked that same question go to on. my father at the weekend. He said, when is he going to start making money from it? Oh, that's <laughs> that's the barometer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Have you have you managed to monetize stuff yet, have you? Well, I get paid like for Paddy Power stuff and gigs and yeah. stuff like oh, that. But Paddy it's, not, it's not as lucrative yeah. as you'd think. You're you know? after yeah. naturally bringing up the one thing this man wanted to yeah, talk yeah, about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you did it with Shane Lowry and Simon Zebo, which mm-hmm. is Two savage. very good friends of mine now. Go away. No. Won't pick up the phone, lad. <laughs> yeah, so Lowry didn't hire you in the end, no? No, no, no. I'm still on to the 10%, but uh, he right, okay. ch- changed number. So Just for, keep, no, keep For anyone them. that hasn't seen it now, it was a video mm-hmm. you did for Paddy Power. That's yeah. right, yeah. With who were the two boys? Shane uh, Lowry, the golfer. Yeah. And? The Open Champion. And Simon Zebo, who plays uh, rugby for Racing and, and used to be an Irish international. And you were their agent. 
I was pretending to be their agent in the yeah. video, yeah, yeah. It was but, probably the best role I've ever seen you play. Oh, thanks very much. <laughs> Cheers. I've, I was blown away. I was kind of sitting there going, Jizzy plays that very well. Thank you. Yeah, well, like you know he, what? I actually even, haven't even watched them. No way. I, 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 I hate seeing myself on camera. I'm like, oh, what am I doing that for? Like, any of these things. Seriously. Yeah, so. Uh, it's unbelievable work. The oh, Lowry thanks. one is savage like thanks very much you should be a caddy like oh That's man I'd love true. to be it's the handiest job in the world oh, unbelievable just hit the ball a bit harder there yeah Shane. yeah <laughs> you know? uh, the, yeah yeah Less. the hole is up there I'd say about 200 yeah I level just, five yeah exactly <laughs> I can see it from here Shane that's it there keep going how, how do you edit the stuff at home if you don't like seeing yourself on the telly well that Paddy Power edited that stuff oh that's alright yeah. so, so they, you, you don't mind doing your own stuff um or is that a chore as well? It's a chore, and I might give it to to somebody. To, I'm like, yeah, did that there for me, will you? Right. And then throw it together. But no, I'm I'm kind of getting used to it. I'm getting better. Yeah, because I used to be terrified of my own voice. Yeah, well, I'm. Yeah. yeah. Terrified but, listening. I couldn't listen to it because it sounds different uh, on oh, a recording yeah. than it does in real life. So and like, a lot of the stuff with the early early episodes, but mm-hmm. I cut the stuff out because I sound like a wanker. Oh yeah. Yeah, but you yeah. always, like, we have to edit this every week. So right. we, we listen to ourselves twice through before we send it out. So you're used to your voices now? No, by the end of it, you're going, I hate myself. I'm going, <laughs> oh, down, yeah, yeah. I'm going down to Homeland and buying a rope. You're like, That's I'm, exactly. You're like, am I walking around town talking like that? The yeah, That's unreal. What I'm thinking, yeah. It's insane. Like, uh, I, every time people listen to us, I'm going, why are you listening yeah. to the shite that's yeah, coming yeah, out yeah. of Kendi's mouth? And Rainbows too. No, like, I know the feeling. I'm like, Jesus, I, I can't believe I've been talking like that for the last 35 years. <laughs> How come no one told me? Yeah. But that's, it's amazing that the challenge you have of, of trying to pull that stuff together without absolutely crucifying yourself yeah. with criticism. Oh, it's hard on the, on the, the <laughs> ego, but at the same time, I think once you get past a certain threshold, you're like, I don't really care. So then you just do it anyways, you know? Yeah. Nothing, I think and then nothing you, on your back. It's you, kind of... You, you have to have a certain lack of embarrassment about you, and I presume you have that. Yeah, I do. Like, uh, when I was in school, I was quite shy, but now... Stage, I'm I'm kind of very nervous when it goes on stage. But if if you ask me to run across in a pitch naked, it's like a Rovers were playing Ballinas City. Well, that reminds me, I have two tickets, man, for the FAI Cup semi final. Let's do my pants off. Me. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, no bother. Let's do that. You just wait so. for me to shave the old balls. <laughs> you don't want to see anything other than that coming across. Yeah. Well, no. the game is in two weeks, man. So yeah. sure, oh, yeah, it just takes me two hours. You know. <laughs> <That's all right>. <laughs> <laughs> Would you? Uh, how um, have you done any stand up shows yet? I have, yeah, yeah. You have. How many have you done, or roughly, or? Uh, for the last tour, I must have done fifteen, and then the one before that, maybe fifteen as well. Oh, yeah, you're flying. So you're buddy. well at it, then. So well at it. I'm into it now, but like they say, you, you have to do, I think, two hundred or three hundred before you you kind of uh, find your own voice. Yeah, right. Because like you, sometimes you're writing gags, then you do one-liners, and then the best ones in the world are storytellers with the one-liners, and mm. it's everything yeah. com- compiled together. But if you notice, the best comedians in the world, Louis C.K. or Dave Chappelle or whoever you like, yeah. Bill Burr, they're all like in their fifties before they really yeah. kick off. You know, yeah, so, yeah. That's when they start kicking. Yeah, yeah. it takes a bit of mature to kind of really conquer sound. Yeah. Start seeing the world the way it actually is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because it's kind of like you're at a point in your life, I think, where you're just about fed up. And that's, you know, <laughs> yeah. like Lucy K was kind of, you could see him, he was a bit fed up and that kind of was funny to see on stage. Yeah. yeah. When you're yeah, doing too good, people don't want to see that on stage. You know? Well, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's the turmoil in life that brings out a lot of the best of them because CK had just split up with his missus and shit and then he just got massive through his TV show. Yeah, he? yeah, yeah. And then he started flittering himself in front of Youngwoods. Yeah, know, yeah. I don't know what he's doing since then. But. <laughs> oh, probably, probably on the dole somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> He's on the scratch. But some of them, like what you make of, especially some of the Irish comedians that maybe like broke that rule because Tiernan was massive when he was in his 20s. Like, you Yeah, know? that's true. Yeah. Yeah. 
I suppose he was actually, yeah. Like, yeah, but he was clinically depressed by the looks things in his 20s. No, you were just like, watching Father Ted, man. That was a fake. <laughs> no, well, the, 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 the bit he did on the Late Late Show, one of the earliest bits he did, yeah. he did look kind of sad. Yeah. Do you know, he was yeah, yeah. sad and annoyed with the world. Yeah, maybe. And that's the way to be if you're a comedian. You have to yeah. be miserable. You yeah. have to, yeah. You have to find the, the funny bits and the sadness of your life. You yeah, know? And your man yeah. Dylan, what's his face? Dylan Moore. Dylan Moore, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Daryl Green is just observant. Do you That's know what all the, he is. Yeah, yeah. Ray, do you know what the best thing to do when you have a stand-up comedian on your podcast is? What's talk that? Talk about every other stand-up comedian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do people expect in your show? Could you kind of... I tell stories. I This this new one, I'll, I'll tell a story about a time myself and Dowlett had done the bog. Right. Where we uh, had a bit of controversy. Okay. <laughs> a bit of turf got involved. Uh, and then, uh, where you should go visit me neighbour B for biscuits. Right. She was about 182. Right. <laughs> But she had the body of 150 year old. Very good. And, Fine uh, looking yolk. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about six. I used to go visit her for the proper biscuits because my parents only only got rich tea because they're tight cons. <laughs> uh, they're lovely people. But uh, and then I talk a bit about, um, I suppose a bit about the Shane Lowry stuff and a bit about yeah. Simon Zebo and that kind of stuff and yeah. social media and how it's a met up job. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to go down a few details about Hardy Books. We went to a sex party before in Sweden. Marvelous. Jesus. Could you yeah. made a movie as well with that? Like I do. We made a movie. I yeah, went to Poland. Yeah. We went from Swinford to Poland in a campervan. Yeah, yeah. My God, above that, uh, the stuff that you've done. It's that, it, yeah, like, but like it happens so incrementally that you're yeah. like, oh, it, it doesn't seem like a big deal. But I suppose it would be nice to look back into the future and be like, I did that. But there's a lot of when you're doing something, it from the outside you're like, you did a movie. But like, I I can remember all the good and bad things. Like maybe we yeah. did a film in that was we weren't funny. So yeah. I can re- it, for me it's not like wow well, movie it's more like oh I remember the good and bad bits yeah, yeah it's yeah. not just that hour and a half that it comes out exactly yeah, yeah. Um, come here oh we have to let you go because it's three o'clock and you need to catch a bus thanks for having but, me on let's so ladies and gentlemen if you want to get your tickets go to sofunnysligo.com and you'll get them there yeah um, myself and Ray Bore on Wednesday the second at eight pm those tickets are a fiver Pleasure. and Owen is on Thursday the third as well. So uh, make sure you go and get your tickets. It's going to be tremendous crack. Go towards not on, if I'm honest. It's his show isn't quite as funny as ours. But, but, I don't go to any, both of them. Any, tips, both any them. tips on doing a show? Because we've nothing yet. We have nothing yet at Absolutely all. Absolutely <laughs> No. We have a couple of people invited, but that's we're hoping they'll be funny. Well, if, it, if it's like anything like this, it's very casual and it seems like a very nice... Very informal affair. Yeah, yeah. Yes. that's what people want. That's Our exactly what we're going chatters. to keep it as. Yeah. People are willing to pay £5 for that. That's, um, it's well worth it. Owen, we like to finish our episodes by saying fair play to me sometimes. So I'm going to say Positive fair play to me. He says fair play to me, and then you say fair play to me. Fair play to me, them exact words. Yeah, that's okay. exactly it. Well, so you, le- can, you can innovate if you yeah, want yeah. to. You know. <laughs> well, I thought, I, thought you may, I thought he might be saying fair play to you, but sort of the inverted way. And oh, I was like, it's yeah. all about... It's all about self-positivity. That's yeah. what you got to do. Self-praise. I know the mother said it was no praise, but I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks very much. That is episode 61. Ray, fair play to me. A fair play to me. A fair play to me. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck.